Today's message is, it's a long road. And let's pray real quick. God, thank you so much for gathering us to this place. We are here together and grateful to be here. Also here with heavy hearts. So as we share together in this teaching time, may you sustain us and um, may today be special in the middle of a time of grief. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It's a long road. We're focusing these next, we're kind of in the middle of a focus, somewhere in the middle of a focus on missional living at the beginning of 2022. Missional living simply means doing daily life on the mission of Jesus. And this is one more piece of that picture. And today's piece, as the title gives away, is about the fact that mission is a long road project. Mission is not short term, it's long term. And that's the focus today, is this idea of the ongoing nature of effectively living out the love of Jesus, that it takes long form. The first thing I want you to do is I I want you to think, and I'll set my stopwatch for one minute, give you about 60 seconds. I just want you to quietly reflect on your own story. This morning, we actually took time to share stories at the nine o'clock gathering, but it doesn't work quite as well in this setting. So I just want you to reflect quietly on your story. Reflect over the highlights. You may be surprised some of the things you may have actually forgotten that a few seconds of reflection might remind you, oh, I remember that time. So just reflect just for a few moments over your story and the high moments, those transformation moments that have punctuated your story. So I'm going to start my timer and uh, give you 60 seconds to just reflect on your story. And here we go, 60 seconds. Now, I would love to hear your stories, some of those memories that were going through your minds. And you may not have thought of all those pieces because 60 seconds in the middle of a church service is a little different space to think about it. But if I have my guess, your life is punctuated with moments of change. Some of that is brought on by hard circumstances. Some of that is brought on by other 
encounters that are powerful. But while it's punctuated by those moments of change, the grand scheme of your life is probably one of gradual change, long road stuff as opposed to short-term stuff. So we're going to think about that this morning. I will open the floor, though, because I want to hear answers to this question. This is one that lends itself better to this space. What characters can you think of in the Bible that were changing, that represent this idea of long road change? Just call out their names. Moses, 40 years. That's after some time growing up in the king's palace, which certainly was not time lost. But he still, he had some major stuff to rework. For, can you, listen, that's big. God has this mission of delivering Israel from the bondage in, of, of, to Pharaoh in Egypt. And it takes him 40 years to get the missionary ready. 40 years. Like you should have kids and a family and all of that. And your kids should be, by 40, your kids should be moving close to their teens, if not in their teens, right? Maybe 40 teens is too, I guess that's about right. I'm in my 40s and my kids are in their teens, right? But God's 40 years of transformation. Okay, shout out another name. Noah. Noah. Oh, that's one. 120 years of preaching, and that's not to mention all the other stuff. Any other names you can think of this morning? Daniel, he had that journey to Babylon and then that lifetime of development there in Babylon. Any other names that come to mind? Saul to Paul. Saul to Paul. You know what? That's interesting because what we don't necessarily think of in that story is the 14 years that is noted. I'm thinking that's in Galatians. I could be wrong, but I think Galatians or Philippians, one of those two mentions that he... He has this conversion experience, this big bang moment, but then he goes off into Asia somewhere, and for 14 years he's studying and reflecting, probably still teaching the gospel, but this is a major formation time from 14 years before he actually gets back and really digs into his mission work. Any other stories? Samuel. What was that? Samuel. Samuel. Developing as he grew up from a little kid there, learning and growing and then stepping into ministry. Excellent. Any other stories that, that come to mind? Long form, long road stories. Enoch. Enoch. 300-some years, right? Was it 300? I don't forget the exact time. 300 and... 300 years after his son was born. Yeah, that's right. And then God took him. We can actually name every character in the Bible. because, uh, But some of these characters stand out because they have uniquely long. I, I was thinking of Joseph as another one, that this long formation process. But it's true. All of the characters that could be mentioned are long process stories. Because every human story of transformation is a long road story. The Bible actually communicates this concept of long road change. Here's one of those texts. This is Ephesians chapter 4. So Christ himself gave spiritual gifts. And I put spiritual gifts in, in the box because this is a text that 
lists several gifts, but that's not the point this morning, so I bracketed it. So that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Paul, writing to the church of Ephesians, is writing in the context or communicating that the Christian context is a long road context. That faith, the life of faith, is this growing over time, supported by the people of God exercising their gifts and their interactions with each other, but it's this long road of transformation, maturing into what? The measure of the fullness of Christ. So God is growing us up with the influences of men and women exercising their giftedness within the body. Just skipping a verse down in Ephesians, I like the graphic here. I usually don't use these for text graphics, but I like the way this graphic communicates that. Rather speaking the truth in love, we are to what? To grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ. This is such a critical teaching in Scripture. We are not super patient as human beings when it comes to the journey of transformation. Um, When the new year starts, a lot of folks jump in with New Year's resolutions, unless you've been burned too many years. Sometimes you've been burned too many years in a row and you're like, just forget it. But there's often some, somebody who's made a New Year's resolution to some kind of change. That's hard. How many times, don't raise your hands, but how many times have those changes rapidly evaporated? I can even think of some in my mind right now. I'm hoping to get to them, but... They didn't, they're not happening right now. They're still future. So change is a challenging process, and we're not used to kind of the, the journey of sticking to it. My son, one of my boys, works at a fast food restaurant. If any of you go to Arby's up in Topsom, he just might, he won't be at the window yet, but he'll, he may be in the sandwich line getting your food ready, your, your, your meal ready. We like quick fixes, microwavable dinners. We like the, um, the one-minute manager or the four-hour work week. All of this efficiency, efficiency, all of this stuff. But you know the truth is, life, biological human life, especially character development, doesn't come in a can. It doesn't come in a box. It's not microwavable. It's not... Uh, acceleratable, human transformation is a long road process, period. There are uh, events that punctuate our lives that do represent short-term transformation, but they're part of a long-term process. Most of the short-term transformation is also temporary or transient transformation. The family that goes into crisis, husband and wife. Wow, this is a terrible example. Let me not use that example. I'm going to use a weight loss example. That's a little bit less terrible. Um, 
New Year, weight loss program, first 30 days, nice weight loss numbers on the calendar. But then by the end of the year, that's hard. So much of transformation is that way. There's the initial rush, and then there is kind of the, sometimes the, re, the loss of the gains, sometimes maintaining, but kind of stagnant. Now, the best kind of change is often change that happens slowly, but is deep. Same thing would be true with a weight loss program. I'm not, I'm not teaching on weight loss today, just so you know. But as an example, uh, a weight loss program that is a lifestyle change that doesn't result in radical weight loss, but results in predictable, incremental, progressive weight loss is often the best way to maintain a, to reach and maintain a lower weight. Again, I'm not an expert. I'm just speaking in generalizations. There are unique circumstances that we all face that can change the change journey. But the big point that I'm making this morning is long form. And why am I making that? Let me get to mission. And let me get to mission within the Adventist circle. We are used to kind of mission in a can too. We have cooking schools. Example. So we work, 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 advertise, 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 have a cooking school, an event. But that event is kind of a unique exception to daily life. And then we just go back to daily life. So event, but daily life. So the general trend is not really changing. We're just doing these run out and do mission and then go back to life as it, as it is. Public evangelism is often that way. Big ramp up to an event. We do our preaching, our proclamation, but it's not really changing the baseline of how we do church. It's not really changing the baseline of how we live. And that's more like the, the New Year's Resolution weight loss program that's very rapid weight loss, but not a sustained life change because it's it's not long-form thinking, it's fast food, microwavable thinking. But discipleship isn't something that comes in a box and can be microwaved. It doesn't come in a Campbell's soup can that can be opened and heated on the stove. It's stuff, you've got to grow the seeds. You've got to water the soil. In fact, that's what Jesus, Jesus talked about. Here, look at this. This is the Jesus model. He told this parable, Mark chapter 4. The kingdom of God is as if a man scattered seed on the ground. I'll slow down here now and should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should what? Sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. So two things in the text. Number one, the seed idea. Jesus, there's not obviously the fast food stuff isn't in the market, but I think it's relevant to say that the seed model is important. It's this starting from something almost infinitesimal. When you think of a mustard seed, you can, or a poppy seed, very small little seeds. Even an acorn is relatively small compared to its potential. That's the kingdom model. It's long road model here. The second thing that we need to notice from the text is that God is the active agent in transformation. It's implied here. The farmer doesn't know how, it's, how it happens. 
So the implication is that some other force is active and, and um, that's present in the text. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Again, Jesus in this parable is communicating to us the growth principle. Development takes place over time. So back to talking about our mission engagement. We don't have a lot of stomach for long road change, whether it's personally, corporately, or in mission, and maybe in mission especially. Because it's really easy to, to, to get into an exciting mission adventure. We, we do like the quick trip to Mexico or the nothing wrong with the quick trip to Mexico, but that's not sustained mission. We do the quick vegetarian cooking school, but that's not sustained mission. That's just jump in, jump out. The sustained mission, well, let me use an example. We did um, boxes er, in 2020 to try to help people when toilet paper supplies were low and, and easy access and, and like some of the grocery supplies were kind of running low, just that crunch time. Okay, that's easy to do because you go and you give the box, you say, hi, bye, easy friendship. But what happens when you become closer friends with that person? And they say, when you bring the box the next time, they say, my car broke down. And I'm not, I don't have the money to fix. Like it's a, they're, not, they're not trying to pull your strings. They're not trying to, 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 to milk you of money. It's a real problem. Their car broke down and they are not in a financial position. Not because they've wasted their money. They're just, they, just don't, they just don't have the financial pieces in place to afford a fix. So, or what happens if, you know, you go back and visit another time and, and they say, my daughter tried to commit suicide this week. So now we're talking long form. Short form is really easy because dropping off the box, packing the box, dropping off the box, saying hello, saying goodbye, all of that superficial stuff is really easy. But long form stuff is hard because that's when you start finding out that the people around you are as dysfunctional or more dysfunctional than you are. And that doing ministry and doing life with them is not easier than living your life. It complicates your life. Because their life is complicated and your life is complicated. That's where we start talking about long-form mission. That's where we start talking about being in mission together where loving is, becomes now something that God has got to give us a grace and a passion for because now loving people starts getting complicated. And you and I, the real mission success though, starts beginning when it gets complicated. Because complications come when relationships get closer. The potential for transformation increases when relationships get closer. And I'm sharing this this morning because I want to keep encouraging us to be committed to and walking into a life of missional living with our eyes open. Recognizing that the mission of Jesus calls us to a life daily on mission and a life willing to be given into mission that will get complicated. 
and instead of feeling like our mission isn't working because it's complicated, start realizing that the complication is part of the process, that we hang in there for the long run, that instead of looking for the next exciting thing, we learn to pour our lives into the people near us, the people in need, and do it in ways where we're not just going to pull out when it gets complicated. We're going to keep leaning in by the grace of God. That's the long-form stuff. That's the real heart of mission impactfulness. That's the heart of missional living. Again, a term I'm using because it depicts, instead of a run-in, run-out kind of mission, it depicts a lifestyle of daily living the love of Jesus, long road style. Here's another text. Notice this one, Proverbs chapter 4, just to show you the text I have today. But the path of the just is like the shining light that shines ever brighter under the perfect day. Think of the, the year in Maine, December 21. Nine hours of light. By the way, that may not be scientifically accurate, but nine hours of light, May, December 21. December 22, 14 hours of light. That's how it is here, right? Nine hours of daylight, December 21, and then 14 hours of daylight in December 22. No, you know it's not that way. It's a couple seconds, December 22. Some days, maybe we gain more than a minute. I haven't looked. But it's this slow progression from December 21 and then ramps up to, I think, June. We get the longest daylight of the year. That's the Christian life. That's the human life is this slow change over time. Again, punctuated by some moments of radical change, but often a long game. Let me just show you a couple of graphs here. This one is a graph of mission. And uh, this is, notice the time. God uses various Christians over time. Time. Long form. This, by the way, was, is from Kim Johnson's book, The Spiritual Bodybuilding. So I, I just literally used the graphic from there in black and white form. But it's all of these events. These, some of them may be, may be in and out events, but it's this long form. And sometimes the decision to accept Christ doesn't come till a long time into that journey. And so we got to get used to this long road, this long form mission. Yes, we, there's still value in doing some short form stuff, but it has to come in the context of long form mission mentality. And then here's a graph of Life, I called it Christian life. Once a person accepts Christ, it's not just boom, you're there. Like this sort of hockey stick graph. We kind of think of life that way though, right? I'm in a, that's all the stuff in the self-help sections kind of modeled after this. But here's the real story. This is the real story. It's more like this, a little bit messy. There's a little bit down and a little bit up and maybe a big moment under C. Man, crisis hits. You wreck the car. 18 years old, you total the car and that's a wake-up call. So there's this punctuated moment, but then it's gradual and then maybe you encounter Christ in a radical way. By the way, any of those moments on this graph could represent your acceptance of Jesus. Point F doesn't have to be that moment. Because accepting Jesus doesn't necessarily come with an immediate radical change. It could be at the B point. 
It could be at the A point and then a downslide to the B point. Like it could come anywhere along here. It's just that life is this punctuated journey, but it's long form, long form. I want to share with you, kind of wrapping up this morning, three, um, I was looking through my, a document I've collected uh, with a handful or document with a handful of, of a collection of a handful of, of um, quotations from Ellen White. And I wanted to share three of them. I actually pulled out more, but this is not the time for more. So three of them on the concept of long form change. I thought they were particularly powerful. God desires from all his creatures the service of what? Love requires long-form change. When we preach the gospel that God is love, we are implying from the get-go that long-form change is the nature of life. Service that springs from an appreciation of his character, he takes no pleasure. Notice that. He takes what? No pleasure in a forced obedience. That's so important. Part of the problem with microwave evangelism or, or boxed evangelism is that it in some way rev- often can be tainted by some means of compelling. Whether it's the evangelist at the end making this, this very powerful call. Sometimes those calls can be transformational, but sometimes, and I I'm not going to say how often, but sometimes they can be moments where the person makes a choice, but their heart isn't up to speed with their actions. In other words, the long road, it's the way God works. Sometimes there's moments like Paul, road to Damascus, boom, there's a change. But then there's 14 years to follow that. There's a Moses. He, boom, there's a crisis. He's about to get killed by Pharaoh because he killed an Egyptian. But then 40 years actually follows that. That's the real transformation. Okay. And to all, he grants freedom of will that they may render him voluntary service. One of the reasons that this thing is long form is because you and I have to intelligently process information and choose how we're going to respond. And choosing, that process of choosing and learning and growing is a time process. Here's this next one. This one is, a, is, is Ellen writing about reform, health reform. But that's not the point that I'm sharing this with you. I'm sharing this with you because the principle in it is a powerful principle related to long-form change. If we should allow the people as much time as we have required to come up to the present advanced state in reform, we would be very patient with them and allow them to advance step by step as we have done until their feet are firmly established upon the health platform, health reform platform. So question, how long has it taken you to get to the place you are? Sometimes we forget that, right? Here we are, here, you know, I'll use myself, here I am in my mid-40s and I want my kids who are all in their teens to think like I do. How ridiculous is that? To make the decisions I do. There are some radical decisions, some radical commitments I made 
years into my marriage, around 2014-2015, took me a long time to make some really important but kind of basic decisions. And so that means I've got to be extremely kind to you because God was kind to me for all those years I had my head in the sand, all those years I had my heels dug in. He was working. So when it comes to long road stuff, keep in mind how long it's taken you to get there. Also keep in mind that maybe the event that triggered a radical spurt of change may not be the same event or series of events for somebody else. Some people can give up smoking like that. Boom. One day, five packs a day. The next day, zero. Fine. Good for them. But don't, if that's you, don't expect that your neighbor, who's also trying to quit smoking, can quit the same way you did. That's another piece of this change process. The events that have been marked moments of change are not identical for someone else. And then the rest of this, this, this is two, I think it's one paragraph, but on two slides here. But we should be very cautious, I like this, not to advance how? Too fast. Remember the weight loss example. Rapid weight loss is not necessarily a sustainable model of reduced weight. Sorry to pick on that one. It's out of convenience. Um, We should be very cautious not to advance too fast, lest we be obliged to what? Retrace our steps. In reforms, we would be we would better come one step short of the mark than to go one step beyond it. And if there is error at all, let it be on the side next to the people. That's pretty powerful stuff. So when we're thinking of long-form stuff, this idea of patience and grace is embedded into mission and ministry. Here's the last one. This one is Ellen again. In your association with others, put yourself where? In their place. Enter into their feelings, their difficulties, their disappointments, their joys, and their sorrows. Remember I said long form is complicated? There it is. Identify yourself with who? Them. And then do to them as were you to exchange places with them, you would wish them to deal with you. You've heard of the I don't know if it's called a euphemism or what, but you've heard of the walk a mile in another person's shoes or moccasins. That's the idea spelled out. And then we have this, our mission statement. Say it with me. A slow, steady hum of deeds done to relieve suffering and meet needs. So even in our concept of mission engagement, this idea of slow consistency is found. So it's a long road. It's a long road in which God is engaged and at work. And it's important for us to recognize that it's long form in our lives, There is punctuated change. 
but to also give grace to ourselves. To give the same kind of grace, in fact, more grace to the people around us in this long journey. And in mission, to commit to long road living out the love of Jesus, recognizing that it's the long road of mission that is more significant than the momentary or short-term events, that hanging in there with the people around us for the long journey is where the heart of transformation is in doing mission. God, thank you for this opportunity to be together. Thank you for the reminder today Change is a process requiring lots of patience and some courage. Help us to have the courage to be there for the long journey, especially when it comes to the people we're with in our families, in our church, in our community. Help us to stand with them. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you were blessed by today's message. For more content or to connect with us, visit us online at brunswickadventist.church.